dwelling in the darkest depths of the mind. It's time for Mark D. Valenti and Brain Burrow. Hello everyone, this is Mark D. Valenti and this is another episode of Brain Burrow. This is one of our Digging Deep sessions where we talk with our guest. Our guest has a chance to share about her values, her motivation, her fears, her struggles, and her dreams. You as the listener and viewer have a chance to say, how does this apply to me? So I'm very pleased to have on the show today, Ms. Jackie Naiman-Jones, and I'm going to hand it over to her by asking her the big open-ended question, who exactly is Jackie Naiman-Jones? That's really impossible. I, I was one of those people that as a kid, the artists, uh, the, the, the teachers would say, she's really focused. She just doesn't apply herself. Mm. So I learned over time that uh I just have interest in so many different directions and pretty much all of them are creative, artistic, uh, writing. I wrote a book and, uh, and mostly everything I do is it comes from some idea that seems to everyone outside of me, not necessarily, but it feels that way, that it's impulsive and some of them don't work out but those are the greatest things I've ever done in my life often and um, and I'm famous if you know anything about mystery science theater for being a child in uh, in a film that became very popular and that just suits me personally perfectly because um I just love the fan base. It's it's like, these are my people, I get them. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Jackie, thank you for kind of recounting a bit about your life there. Uh, there's so much to focus on here. I actually want to start with something you mentioned early on right now, which was the teacher sort of labeled you as being focused, but maybe somebody who maybe didn't apply themselves as much as they could. I'm just wondering, what did you think about the label that the teachers put on you? Well, I, I would say that uh, I've been pretty self-critical through my life because of that. Mm. And uh, it's very difficult to bring yourself outside of yourself objectively. And, uh, and I was rather insecure. So uh, it, it was hard to believe when people would say positive things. I just never felt like I was enough. So it just wow. always seemed like a struggle, but now I'm getting older and I, and you know, we all go through things in life, but this last year and for a lot of people have been especially difficult. I've, we've had a number of things happen that has just got me to a place of uh, a lot of uh, some time to sit back and uh, have some, uh, self-observation and a lot of revelations and hmm. uh i'm pretty excited about the next step here it's just learning to see myself a little more objectively and uh appreciating when when people tell me they're uh, i mean people seem surprised at all the different things that i'm doing and and i'm beginning to realize that if I'm not succeeding in a direction, it's because I've spread myself so thin, but that's okay because 
I just can't imagine living any other way. So I have to find a way to be okay with that. Well, thanks, Jackie. That says a lot about your perseverance after being labeled at a young age and having it impact you. You're some, it's something that you kind of internalized, but yet you were able to push through that. And it sounds like in the past year, as you said, you've done a lot of self-reflection. So what yeah. is the revelation that you found out about yourself in the last year? Well, I, uh, as an artist and, uh, and I'm poetic and I like to write and I'm very introspective. And so I love quotes and I do little signs. Sometimes I'll paint quotes and I, I have one up on my wall that I look at often. And it's, it's the one for the last year. It's gotten me through and it's just be willing to not know. Just to be okay with where you are and, and who you are and, and not to put everything into that where you are in the moment because i've also learned that i have uh mood swings you know the and, and sometimes i go pretty dark and i'm learning to be okay with that too and so i'm using that i'm, I'm learning to use the times that i'm in uh to the best of my ability. And, and another thing is that I've said, as long as I move forward every day, even if it's just like the tiniest little bit, then that's okay. That's good. And what I'm finding is all of a sudden, everything just starts to click into place. It's really strange how things are going right now. Yeah, great point about that. I think that uh, you're talking a lot about personal growth. And as you said, be willing to not know. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people want to sort of plan and control things. So there's, oh, yeah. a, cer right, there's a certain sort of <laughs> um, strength in being able to embrace that ambiguity. Yeah. And another thing that was, uh, I did a podcast recently and, uh, this woman who I talked to was very into quotes as well. And she gave me one. I was like, wait, let me get my pen. That's my one for this year. Uh, and I get it. it it's like, it kind of sums me up, I guess. And it's uh, get in over your head and then rise to the top. Love because that. that's what I always do. I just, I like jump into something and then all of a sudden I'm just, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that says a lot though, right? I mean, you mentioned earlier that you're impulsive sometimes. Would you say that that's part of being that impulsive personality? Yes, but I'm also very observant, like deeply observant. And, uh, and I analyze things and sometimes I go too deep, I think. Mm. But uh, so, so if I seem impulsive on the outside, it's after a whole lot of thought. It's not like just all of a sudden I have an idea, although in some ways it is. It's, it's like some of my best uh, businesses that I've had in my life have come from somebody just throwing an idea at me and, and me going, huh, that's interesting. And then just jumping into it, like going out, this is like pre-internet, just going out and buying a few books and studying up on it and 
going out and presenting my thing. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, you seem to exemplify the essence of calculated risk, basically. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's it. Right. That's yeah. it. Right. There you go. Yeah. And again, I think it's a great call out, right? Because <laughs> thank you. A lot of people see on the surface, they say, oh my gosh, this person is just out there doing these things, but they don't see, you know, to use the iceberg analogy, they don't see everything that's underneath the surface and all the amount of calcula calculation that occurred before that. Yeah. And, and another thing recently I saw, because I've always undervalued myself, I think, mm. in art, the best businesses I've had is when I partnered up with somebody that was more stable and business minded and I just was allowed to just be artistic and create and it worked well for, for both of us. But, um, gosh, I forgot where I was going on that. I just, my brain would see. <laughs> it's okay. Well, there's no risk in talking, you know, this, the whole purpose of the show is about you and what you want to talk about. And when you're digging deep like that, it's okay to go off on, as you say, a tangent or, or whatever, it's quite okay. But I think that's a great point you bring up though, about, you know, your partnership with somebody who has a different skill set, a different strategy. And it's almost like you balance each other out. Yeah. And I'm learning that on a different level now. And, and the people that have known me for the longest and, friends and family they're kind of <laughs> breathing a sigh of relief in a way because um well i recently i had a car accident i had oh. some health issues and and it's just all out of the blue i've just always been strong and healthy and it's a shock you know um so so I'm just coming to this new place of realization that um, nobody can do it all by themselves. And mm. for some reason, I looked at successful people and I don't know that I really thought it through, but um, I realized that it takes a team to get them there. And it's interesting how it feels like the moment I opened up to that, then the people started falling into my life that are filling those places that I need. And um, I've been telling close friends and family that this is the tipping point. I mean, I'm, I'm 62 and a half and, uh, and Wow, I think things are shifting big. I know they are for a lot of people, you know, after a long time of being having hard times. But uh, I, this is big for me. I just can't wait to show the world what happens in the next couple of years. Wow. I mean, it's almost like a life-changing event for you. Huge. Yeah, I'm. I'm coming out of a deep, dark place. And I didn't realize how dark it was. I didn't realize how long I'd been there. And when these health things came up, it was such a shock. It felt like it was out of the blue. But the more people I talked to, I realized that I've been going that direction and things have been happening for like five years. And so I was able to track in a way what the turning points were hmm. that that brought me 
to that place where I had to go so deep and dark. But now that I'm coming out of it, it's just, it's just interesting that seeing it from a different perspective, that's the other thing that, that I've learned a lot about is perspective. Hmm. That's everything. I mean, the way you look at something, if you believe it, then that's the way it's, that's the way your world's going to go. If you don't think you're worthy, then why would you be worthy? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's a great perspective on perspective. You know, it is yeah. about, it is about your, your mindset almost. And almost like if you're wishing positive things to happen, or if you focus on the positive aspects of your life, it's almost like you will it and it'll happen. So, yeah. so how did you get to that point? It sounds like that's something you evolved to recently. Very recently. And, uh, and, uh, after this car accident, I had to spend a lot of time just laying around. I mean, it was just, uh, and I, well, I had a seizure that caused me to have an accident that destroyed my car. And I just, uh, focused on the blessings that, that I had just turned off the highway. Um, and that I hit an embankment and a stop sign and no one else was hurt but me and my car. And wow, I mean, it's everything just seemed kind of miraculous, you know, as, mm. as difficult as it was for me, it could have been so much worse. And, uh, and I, I always loved to read and I used to, write a lot and I so I started reading again I love books and I love actual paper and something to write with I have notes everywhere I lose things all the time <laughs> and then I rediscover them that's fun but I just read uh, Memoirs of a Geisha and I know I read it many many years ago but now I'm older so I read it from a different perspective and and right in the beginning, in the foreword, the writer talks about um, biography and autobiography and different perspectives of storytelling. And he said, is autobiography even actually possible? Because a rabbit going through the field can't tell you what it's what it looks like to see the rabbit going through the field. And I'm saying it all wrong, but, but the rabbit can give you the experience of what it feels like to be in the field. And, um, and I understand that because of, you know, the book that I wrote was uh, my perspective of stories from a six-year-old who held on to memories for 27 years. So it's, and then interviewing other people, but it's, and I'm talking about a lot of other people in my book. So it's not just, it's not saying who they are as people, but it's saying who they are in that tiny little bit of their life of making the film. So almost like a snapshot of that part of their life. 
Yeah, that's a really good way to say it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a a great uh, point. And I love the way you sort of incorporate perspectives in there and revisiting different elements, different stories that you've previously read and looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, and then that just leads me to want to read more stories because Mm -hmm. the story itself is so amazing it's so different from my life and who i am you know a a geisha in the great depression in japan during world war ii i mean that's pretty amazing and it's 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 not a biography it's but it's from a norwegian man who uh is a japanese who studies japanese he's a professor it's like But then the way he wrote it, I could relate so much. There's so many things about her that I could relate to, even though her life is so completely different. It's like he wrote it in a way that as people we can relate. Connect to it, right? That makes that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's about the human condition, right? We all see parts of ourselves and others, no matter how different we may appear to be on the surface. So, well, hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully in the best of the world, I think that's, that's true. I wish more people could have that kind of, um, compassion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like, you know, in addition to people experiencing different cultures, different people in person, being able to read about different perspectives as you're doing is a great way to incorporate that sense of empathy within yourself. So you can sort of connect with other people. So I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love documentaries. I think that's the top thing I look for. Are you drawn to any particular type of documentary? Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes and no. Okay. I, I think I'm really open. I'm just open to other people's stories. And and if it's uh, been done well, if the story is told well, then I'm pretty much interested in anything. Wow. Okay. So it doesn't really matter about the topic or the person. It's just if the story is compelling, you're there. Yeah. It's all okay. about the story, I think, for me. No, no. That makes sense. Uh, a question I'd like to ask on the show is about motivation. So Jackie, what gets you up in the morning? What drives you? What's your motivation? Wow. Yeah. I've been looking at that a lot lately too. I'm, I wonder why, um, you know, I've labeled myself as a procrastinator and disorganized and, and then I look back on my life and all the things that I've accomplished. I mean, I've I've started uh, nonprofit organizations. I've written grants. I raised two kids as a self-employed artist. I bought a house. I mean, I'm like, wow, how can I label myself in these ways? And I. But one of the things I realize is that I do best when I'm under pressure. And so uh, I I call it self-sabotaging, but I'm realizing that it's not necessarily that. And um, I'm in the process right now of shifting that whole thing. But 
as I do, miraculously, uh, things are falling into place. <laughs> okay. Well, I would argue that it's more than just a miracle. It seems like it's very purposeful and driven by you it, taking the reins. It is, but I just get frustrated with myself for, um, for putting myself under pressure because mm. that appears to be my biggest motivation is uh, the I'll show you kind of <laughs> attitude. And I know friends and family get frustrated with me because I'm just so fiercely independent. And mm. that's part of it, I think. Yeah, I imagine that uh, when people look at you and say, my gosh, what is wrong with her? She's so independent. She's doing all this on her own. Is she ever going to ask for help? What's going on? I yeah, I, I, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned that. And I think that, you know, what you've talked about in the last 20 plus minutes has been all about self-growth. It's self-reflection. It's about how do you respond to situations uh, beyond your control and have a different perspective to focus on the positive. And that's clear that you've been able to do that, Jackie. Yes. So as we wrap up this session, I'm wondering uh, if you might have a bit of advice for our listeners and viewers uh, about anything you talked about, right? Because you're somebody who's could have fallen prey to negative situations. You could have become stagnant, but you chose to move forward as difficult as that could have been. You chose to evolve. I'm wondering what bit of advice you may have about any of the topics you talked about or, or anything else for our listeners yeah. and viewers. Well, the advice I give to them and to myself because um, is the somehow to remember that when things are the hardest and the toughest, that's when the the truly amazing things often happen. That's when the big shifts happen. That's when the big realizations and learning comes in I, you know I, I don't think we're here on this earth it's it's not meant to be an easy time and and some it's about learning mm. and um it's not always easy my my dad used to say that when you're meant to learn something when the universe <laughs> wants you to know something that uh, it'll start with like a little flick to the side of the head. And if you ignore that, then it's a smack and it's like, it escalates. It's like, get it together and, and just try to be open and listen and follow your heart for most, mostly follow your heart you know, don't get so tied up in what other people are saying is right for you because you're really the only person that could possibly know that, really. Yeah, well said, by the way. And thank you for sharing that perspective on really knowing your own finish line and being focused on that and not being distracted by the other runners around you. And then also to your point, when yeah. the universe uh, serves you up some lessons, pay attention, don't ignore them. Yeah, that's really important. <laughs> no, absolutely. So thank you for sharing it's that. It's not going to give up. Yeah, it's not going to let you go. I mean, if <laughs> you need to learn something, you're, you you have a choice. You can fight it all you want. But the, the faster you be willing to not know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is your choice of how you respond or if you ignore, but it's still going to happen regardless. So best to embrace it and learn from it. And yeah, I'm brave. 
That's right. So I want to thank you, Jackie, for sharing that perspective. And I want to thank you, of course, uh, for being on Brainborrow today and, and just sharing a bit about you as a person and what's going on inside uh, your brain there. Well, thanks for having me, Mark. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's totally my pleasure. And of course, I want to thank the listeners and viewers for tuning into Brainborough. On behalf of Jackie Naaman Jones, this is Mark D. Valenti. Have an amazing rest of your day. You just dug deep with Mark D. Do you want more? Follow Mark on Instagram at Valenti Horror and subscribe to the Brain Burrow Podcast. <laughs>